Rob, how are we getting on? Welcome to Fat Man Talking Podcast. How are you keeping today? Thank you for having me. Very good. How are you? I am very well, thanks. So we'll just kick things off with a nice, easy question, you know, ease you in. It's bright and early in the morning. We're both early birds up. We've had our coffee. I see you're drinking some kind of orange drink. Very fancy. What is the drink? Vitamin C. Vitamin C. (laughs) Too much vitamin C, to be honest. Are you fighting off the COVID or a cold? No, no, literally, I just kind of like to, you know, tackle all my bases to make sure everything's okay. I actually, I use that stuff. I'd say it's pure placebo effect, but I literally have one of those a day and I'll think there's no way I'll get sick. I'm like, this is the cure. I'm not sure how, how valid it is, but it seems to be working so far. There is, there is a bit of research to show that it works, but in the grand scheme of things, yeah, it's kind of like, no, it's, it's not going to be a barrier. It's not going to be like a shield against COVID. Like. <laughs> sadly not, man, sadly not. So look, um, I suppose as an intro for those who maybe don't know you, could you tell me a little bit about you, your business, um, just in general? few lines, nothing major. Where do I even begin? Well, name's Rob. The business name is Rob's Gain Train. Got that name when I used to work in Denny's Health and Fitness in Douglas. Everyone just called me Gain Train because I was the strongest there, if I'm not going to lie. Still am. (laughs) But (laughs) I kept getting called Gain Train, Gain Train. And I had another business before this. I used to call myself Reshape Me. Um, not many people know about that, but that's when I first started. And then the name Game Changer stuck, and then I just kind of went from there. But before, I suppose, I got into the fitness industry a good few years ago now, maybe when I was 22, 21, 22, I was 140 kgs. Um, pretty. Hit there myself. Yeah. So I, I think that's what kind of separates my coaching from a lot of other styles of coaching is that I can coach from, I suppose, a place of authenticity, I can't even say the word, but you know what I mean. Um, I've been there. I know what it feels like. I've been through it all. I know the thought process, how everything feels, and I know how to get out of there. And that was kind of my, I suppose, and when I, uh, when I, could, when I first actually started to get into health and fitness, I hated it. Absolutely effing hated it. Could not even go near a gym. It just felt like the worst place on the planet and also felt like having a personal trainer was like, only a Gucci bag, you know, just, it was just an expense you could not have, you know, nowadays things are a bit different, but again, that was back when I was 21, 22, I visited the Philippines, I'm half Filipino by the way, um, and that kind of kick-started my journey, when I first went to the Philippines as an adult, I hadn't visited my Filipino side of the family since I was really young, went to the Philippines, just honestly, I had a great and miserable time because of my weight, and then when I came home, I was like, I'm done, Done, stepped on the scale, saw the number, and then then I kind of just did everything in my power. Did the first thing what most people do, just Google how to get abs in two minutes. And <laughs> then like <laughs> then I went down, I went down every route. And I'm gonna be honest, a lot of it wasn't good. I I, I even got to the point of almost making myself get sick, I'm gonna be honest. Just Jeez, overeating, man. binging, restricting myself, thinking that I had to live in a thousand calories, being 140 kgs, my god. Um, just basically did everything. Weight Watchers, Slimming World, Keto, every diet you could possibly think of. Honestly, I, I, can't, I even did a Special K diet that I read on the back of a box where you have two bowls of Special K. Did not realize it said, with, with a balanced meal, with like, you know, like a balanced actual plan. But I, I, th- I read it as two bowls of cornflake or Special K. And I honestly ate two bowls of Special K for about two weeks. So as you can imagine, I've been through a bit of the rings, I suppose, when it comes to my weight and all that sort of stuff, I suffered with everything you could possibly think of. And once I finally kind of, 
I asked for help, basically. I asked for help. That was my biggest, I suppose, change. One of my friends was doing, excuse me, a master's in nutrition. And when I told her what I was actually eating, she almost slapped me around the place and she educated me, um, got me kind of thinking a little bit differently. And after a few months, actually about a year and a half, actually, of trying it on my own, still getting a little bit of help from her, finally kind of shifted the weight. And then that kind of, I suppose, shifted my mindset into fitness, thinking to myself, ooh, I kind of like doing this myself. Maybe I might like doing this as a job. And that is coming from, I suppose, before that, I was into digital media, graphics, all that sort of jazz. I did a four-year degree in digital media, got a job as a graphic designer. That was when I was in Brighton. And then I realized, to be honest, I actually don't like this. And I kind of just dropped it all, came, came home from Brighton, got a job in Abtran, which I think everybody in this country had a job at one point or another. It's Abtran and Rocks, bro. <laughs> Fabtran, I'm telling you. I think everyone has been there. It's like job purgatory. And then... I remember one day I was in work. I got my paycheck after getting an advance the previous month. Basically, I got nothing. And I saw Image Fitness had a course up and I was talking about it nonstop with all my work colleagues. And literally, I got paid. And I saw, I got an email literally as I got paid from Image Fitness saying, enrolling, starting in XY or whatever. I was like, oh, it's a sign. Person next to me, Rob, go on, do it. Go on, do it. About, literally, all my work colleagues come like, go on, do it. While on the phone, by the way, go on, do it. And then I just, I, I literally spent like all my paycheck, got the job or got into the course, sorry. And um, that was a horrible month, I will say, to, uh, to pay for bills. But um, that kind of kickstarted it all. Got a job in Dennehy's and then kind of went out on my own after that. And I'm here now. That was probably the shortest I could make it. From <laughs> awesome, man. No, no. You, you know, it is one of the things where, where I suppose, what's the best way to put it? Like I'd follow a lot of PTs online and I think a lot of experts have great advice, but I think one of the things about you that is definitely helpful for say someone like myself who'd be trying to lose weight is that you've kind of gone through it yourself and you know, the ups and downs, you know, the weight fluctuations, you know, suddenly, you know, you could be down a few kg, then up a few. And it's not just a linear journey straight off the bat, but talk to me a little bit about what were the things that worked for you outside of the daft approaches and the special K diets. Like obviously you probably didn't have the knowledge you had today but say, what were the key simple things you did that just worked and I suppose got you there eventually? Mindset, 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 mindset. Doesn't matter what diet plan you're on, doesn't matter what training plan you're on, doesn't matter what gym you're in, it's your mindset that brings you to where you want to be. And I found out, well, a few months in that I was, this is probably the best tip I could ever give anyone, is to fall in love with long-term gratifications, not short-term. So short-term gratifications are like, you know, quick wins on the scales, you know, you know, destroying yourself with, with one really good workout, getting one good weekend worth of um, your diet or training or whatever it may be. These are all short-term stimulating or, 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 or things that gives us gratitude and stimulation, but they're only short-term. You have to love the long-term and you have to figure out what that long-term is for you. So long-term gratification could be for you is, you know, in a few years time, um, I'm going to have, you know, all this knowledge and I'm going to be a great example to my kids. I'm never going to be worried about my weight. Um, I'm going to have an understanding of my food, but those are, those are long-term things to be grateful of. They're not short-term. If you keep loving the short-term stuff, you get stuck in a cycle and you're always looking for your next, I suppose, fix, your next quick fix when it comes to your goal. If you're trying to lose weight, you're always like, 
scales, quick fix in the scales. Is it going down? No. Is it going up? No. And you just become very reactive as, a, as opposed to proactive. And that's what I found like when I made that shift in my mind. And I think it happened to me when I was about six, seven months into my weight loss journey. It was oh, another tip is take, take before and after photos. If you're on a journey, take them no matter how horrible you feel, take them. It was six months in and I was, oh, I was stuck to the scales, man. I was glued to it. I just, every morning I used to get on it and I used to say it to myself and say it to my friends and say it to everyone that I wasn't, but I was. There's a lot of stuff you don't say to your family or your friends when you're, I suppose, in that position. Um, in their mind, it doesn't even look like I was even eating because I never ate around people. I only ate by myself. But the, again, the biggest thing for me was my shift in mindset. Six months in, I stepped on the scales. You know, I was, I was just like, you know, effort. I was like, I cannot do this i just sat in my bed and i remember i opened up my photos and I, I looked at like a picture of myself before and a picture of myself now and when i saw them both together that was a massive spark for me and it just kind of clicked into me thinking that like the scales hasn't really done much for me except it was kind of like a bad relationship literally i kept going back to it non-stop even though i knew it was bad for me so i just had to break the cycle i got away from it and i started focusing on other things again working on my mindset things like increasing my performance. Was I, was I getting better in the gym? Was I becoming faster? You know, all these other metrics as opposed to the scales. Again, the, so the biggest shift for me was shifting, from the, shifting my mindset away from the scales and focusing on being grateful of what's to come as opposed to what's just right around the corner. Because again, you just get too caught up in that sort of stuff. Um, and that was kind of, I suppose, the biggest realization for me. It wasn't the meal plans. It wasn't the training plans. It wasn't anything like that. It was the shift in mindset. Fantastic, man. I mean, it, it is definitely one of those things that I think everyone focuses on is the scale. And I saw, I'd say it's probably about two weeks ago, you had a really interesting story up on your Instagram and it was about weight fluctuations. Now, I think one of the Boy. things a lot of us fear is when you step on that scale and it's up a little and you're like, but yeah. I did so good the past few days. I've been on my calories. I've been doing well. So can you give me a bit of insight? You know, what sort of stuff can cause weight fluctuations for people and really how real are they? Like what, what's the true measurement for you that people should be focusing on? So weight, like I always say to my clients that the weighing scales is one tool. It's one form of metric in a lot of other metrics, which I'll get into in a second. But when, when it comes to weight fluctuations, there's too many things that, that, that can fluctuate inside your body. Your body is an extremely complex piece of machinery and there's a lot of stuff going on. Just because you ate your, you know, just because you ate in the calorie deficit or and you did your workouts, um, you could still, even if you did, let's say today you weighed yourself, you weigh X amount, you follow a diet, training plan, you get your steps in, your sleep, your stress is low, all these sort of things are good. And then next week you step on the scales and you're slightly up, but you are in a calorie deficit. You have burned fat. If you took your body fat measurements, you would be down, but you are up on the scales. And this is one thing I, I suppose I, I, I try to nip in the bud straight away with my clients. And I actually do this by coaching them through weighing themselves daily. Now, I know this sounds crazy because I'm, I'm you like online, I'm against the scales. I'm like, no, stay away from the sad step. It's so bad for you. Yes, it is. If you're not, if you don't have someone on the sidelines coaching you through it, if, if you get on it, I want to almost desensitize my clients from it. If you step on something, and it gives you any sort of emotional or negative reaction in your life, if it causes you to be able to snap moods in a click of a, a click of a finger, it shouldn't be in your life or you should understand it at least. So things that cause weight fluctuations, there's almost too much. 
if you're too much, if you're too stressed, your body just will fight against you. You'll probably end up retaining water. If you drink too little water, your body will retain onto water. If you do, if you do a really, really heavy leg session, the muscles in your legs will inflame, causing water to go there, which will cause you to retain water. You, if you do not get enough sleep, your last meal of the day could have been, you know, a little bit towards the end of the night. So the, you haven't processed all the food yet. So when you weigh yourself in the morning, it could be a little bit heavier. You mightn't have a, had a bowel movement. You could have a full bladder. Even if you fucking cut your hair for some women, like it's ridiculous how many things can cause you to fluctuate. Um, so what I do with my clients is the first week or two, or even sometimes indefinitely, I get them to weigh themselves every single day. Now I've, I, I kind of have like a proper system to show them how to, when they should be doing it, exactly how they should be doing it, where, when, how, all that sort of stuff. So they do it every day for me and then we work out the average. We work out the average and then I show them on a graph, look at how much your weight fluctuated this week. But if we look at the average, one form of metric. So once we kind of break that barrier with the, the, the weighing scales, they feel, for one, they feel so much better about themselves. Again, it's kind of just releasing yourself from a burden. No, you're always going to have some sort of emotional attachment to it. You're always going to have to, but I try to, again, mitigate that slightly. But the other kind of metrics you, I would normally go for more with clients would be gym performance, how you're feeling, basically, literally, how are you feeling? Do you look lean and do you feel lean? A lot of, like, I suppose, psychologically based questions, you know, if you ask someone a question and there's a negative factor to it, I always to make sure to reinforce all the stuff they're proud of. What are you proud of this week? You know, did you, did you do your step goal? How was your nutrition adherence? How was your training adherence? How was your performance? How's your life outside of the gym? Are you stressed? Is work going well? You know, if all these metrics are going up and the scales is also going up, it's still a win in my books because your life is improving. Your quality of life is improving because most people don't realize when they get into the process, they're like, oh, I want to lose X amount of pounds. And I'm like, but why do you want to lose X amount of pounds? Oh, because, you know, it's, you know, I, I just feel like if I had it off me, I, f I feel better about myself. Why do you want to feel better about yourself? Oh, because I'm just, I'm not in a good place. And, you know, I think it's affecting my work and my relationships. Do you know, you, you ask someone three or four ways. I can't remember the exact um, um person I got that from again I think it's the three or four ways you basically ask someone why three or four times and you get to the root cause of why they actually want something and I, I really push that on clients I get deep I get really deep with people I'm always <laughs> saying why 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 do you want to do this and I get them to write it down because when times get tough when you're a few months into the process and your motivation is gone by the way motivation is bad it's just not something you should go on anyway but it, five or six months down the line I always ask them to relook at their why because it'll just snap you back into the things. But those are kind of the metrics I will gauge when um, taking progress into consideration with clients would be those. Scales, yes, is part of it, but you just have to understand it. There's just too many things that can influence it to make it a solid source of information. That's awesome, man. Thank you so much. I actually, it's funny because I feel like all those measurements are something that take a while for someone to realize, you know, it's, it's kind of always tends to be, all right, what am I eating? The scales, the scales going up, scales going down, change when I'm eating. But like people don't realize like, oh, hey, I walk up that hill to work a bit faster. Oh, things seem to be going a bit better in terms of my clothes are a bit looser. Oh, I look a bit better in that picture on Facebook from that night out. And I think yeah. there's, there's all these extra things going on that it takes you a while to kind of realize. So I suppose to sit down every week and go through all these different metrics and things in your life, how they're going, it's really going to show, I suppose, true how things are really going for you. Yeah. 
I record everything with clients. Like I, I, I have a lot of data. So again, every single week, I would always get them to answer those questions. Yeah. Kind of what they're grateful of, their gratitudes, all that sort of jazz. We also have a Facebook group where all the clients are in as well. And I, every single week, I post specific topics at certain times saying, what are your goals? What are you proud of? What are your lessons? What are your wins? So if they ever question themselves or feeling lack of motivation or whatever it may be, all they need to do is search their name in that Facebook group, go back a week ago and just read their last post to be like, well, I was, I was mad into it then. I was so motivated. I got really good results or everything was going great. Um, the week before that, everything was going well as well. And then it just kind of switches your way of thinking because again, we're very reactive as humans. It's like, again, we step on the scales, boom, the world's ending. But it's not really when you stop and think about it for a second, you're like, no, wait, I have so much other things to be proud of here. This is going well. This is going well. This is going well. This is going well. You know, and that's again what I focus on all the stuff that's going well. Now, obviously, if a client comes to me and everything is really going bad, I'm not going to gravy, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. Like if, if, if they're not following anything, not doing anything, not showing up, whatever it may be, I will call them out on it. But if someone is not making, everyone progresses at such different rates. You know, it doesn't, I always say to this for clients, I'm like, do never, ever, ever, ever be, um, never ever look at someone else in a group and be like, oh, well, he or she did it this fast. Doesn't matter. If you, tell, like, I always say this to clients, I'm like, the position you're in right now, if it took you six months or one year to get to exactly where you want to be, where your confidence was a 10, where your education was a 10, where your stress was super low, everything in your life has gone up. Do you, would you care? If it took you a year or six months, you wouldn't. You when you get there, you're just gonna be like, "I'm here." You'll have other things to worry about, buying a bloody new wardrobe, dealing with all the f- extra confidence that you have. You know all these sort of things. The thing is, when people have goals in their mind, when they get there, they realize there's actually other problems to deal with. Then, because the the forefront thing on their head is either weight loss or weight gain. They're like, "Oh, weight gain, weight loss, weight loss, weight loss." And when that goes out of your head, you realize all the other issues you actually have to deal with. <laughs> I suppose, it up, like, but. no no 100% man I, I suppose yeah we definitely have a lot of issues these days especially and um, one of the things I did want to ask you about was look we, we've just gone through and kind of still are going through global pandemic we have this whole COVID-19 stuff going on I feel like everyone's taking all these life shifts and I think definitely for myself I was in a pretty good place pre-COVID and it took the first maybe two three months of COVID before I could kind of shake off the rust and be like okay I need to get back to that place how did you, in terms of your business, in terms of general life, and as well in terms of your clients, how did you find the overall, I suppose, pandemic? And what were the things that got you and your clients through it? So, yeah, I do remember going back, like when I, I said, when I was doing PT in the gym and we were all talking about this global pandemic and all the guys were all joking about it. And I was saying to myself, I was like, well, China, they, you know, they've been brought to their knees by this. And they're like technically the biggest, most technologically advanced country in the world. And they're being brought to their knees. And everyone's like, ah, I'd be grand. I'm like, no, I would probably be serious about this. Like if they're, if they're struggling, we're going to really struggle if we get it. Obviously, then it happened. <laughs> As you know, the big COVID. And um, I, I remember we were all chatting about this and I was telling everyone, and I was preparing myself. I, I, I knew I had all these systems in place and I was just putting myself in the shoes of being over there. If I was in that country as a personal trainer, how would I have to pivot my business in order to survive, basically? 
and I had all the processes online and I was just kind of subtly saying it to all the clients like Gee, oh my god if this happens now you know we probably have to go online or whatever it may be so once I pivoted the business online everything kind of went well but it was more the sense of like if you know there was a lot of uncertainty in there there's a huge amount of uncertainty everyone was uncertain about everything uncertain about going to the shop going to the bathroom putting on clothes talking to people going near people you know obviously there was a whole shift like I, I think this year is one of it is obviously one of the most craziest years. It's, it's the first year we've all apparently learned how to wash our hands, how to, you know, not be um, disgusting and, you know, basically how to not spread germs. That's literally, which is ridiculous to think that it took us this many years to do it. But, you know, whatever. So I kind of asked the same, I asked everyone the same question that came to me. So clients or potential clients, whoever it may be, who came to me and they were like, look, I want to get into shape. But, um, you know, COVID, I, I, I put it this way. If you have the same amount of uncertainty as you are, certainty, sorry, that you have as uncertain you are right now and just literally flip that on its head, you could literally get anywhere. I say, I was saying this to every personal trader, everyone that I knew, the problem isn't changing. Clients are still dealing with weight issues, with emotional eating with everything you can think of the, the, these issues are not disappearing the only thing that's changing is the delivery method nothing else and again it because online in my opinion is far superior to personal training the biggest reason was was because of just the support i could actually give and people realized during covid how much support you can actually give online versus offline so as an offline or, or sorry as a pt face-to-face -face pt no Face-to-face -face PT is amazing. Obviously, I did it for years, but there was always a little gap that I could not fill. So I used to be in the gym for 50 hours, sometimes 60 hours, depending on if the clients ramped up or ramped down. When was I ever able to text a client and say, how are you getting on? Because after those 50, 60 hours, I also had to make plans and onboard new clients and change clients' plans or whatever it may be. So after 50, 60 hours, then I had an extra 10 hours on top of that. So when was I ever going to get a chance to actually support my clients? I couldn't. If they text me at like 12 o'clock on a Monday morning, I probably wouldn't be able to text them until seven or eight that night because I had all these people in front of me and I'm not going to have my phone out in front of me like that. So for me, it was, a, it was kind of, it was the belief that I could still give a good, even better service online with my business. And that really just drove me and just pushed me at the forefront of where I actually wanted to go. So again, when everyone kind of came to me, I was kind of, I was still posting content like crazy. I was, I had free groups up. I was given all this free advice. And the whole point was there's so much uncertainty in the air. At least if they saw some people, trainers or whoever it may be, you know, still going about their lives, literally all they were doing was shifting their message and shifting their style of training, obviously to home, then hopefully you were going to do the same to other people. So that was kind of like the, the biggest one for me was, just having the same certainty that I could change people's lives through a computer as I could in front of them and trying to get that message across the clients. Obviously it's worked out well. And again, since pivoting online, it's just the business has become a lot stronger, a lot stronger. The support is a lot stronger. The accountabilities, the systems, the protocols, everything has just gone through the roof because I can actually focus time on it now. When you're a PT, you kind of get stuck. If I'm going to be completely honest, and I know a lot of PTs can actually attest to this, when you get to a stage when you have a certain amount of clients, you hit a wall. And if you want to go past that wall, fair. 
or you are going to be shattered. You're going to have no time for yourself. You're going to stop looking after yourself. And how can you not, if you can't look after yourself, you can't look after others. So that's, again, why I, uh, that, again, COVID was a blessing in disguise for me because, again, could hang out with my daughter more, could hang out with my girlfriend more, could actually train people or train clients online now. So for me, it, it was obviously, as I was saying to you before the call, it was, it was a blessing in disguise for me in my own personal life. Obviously, for the world, it was a disaster. But for me, it was a blessing because I could actually make the shift that I wanted to do, you know? 100% man I, th- I think you definitely have seen the upside of this and I think it probably it pushed you to make a decision on something you were probably on the fence on for a while did it big time it's it was just like you're always n- nervous am I going to be good enough uh, am I going to be able to do the same thing I could do but even better or you know you're always just you always have it in the back of your head that smaller big changes or small changes could just tank your business and especially when I, it's only myself who's working. The, my partner doesn't work because she works for me now. Um, so I'm, I was supporting them as well through COVID. So for me, there was, there was no choice. I had to succeed. There was no real, oh, sure, I can just, you know, stay at home and pay no rent. No, had a child, had, you know, the, the, the partner, everything. I couldn't, there wasn't an option, do you get me? So yeah. through COVID, I actually did about three, I think three online courses, two business ones, literally just Mickey Mouse ones that I found that I paid like a hundred euro on like these business masterminds, like everything I could do to basically come out of COVID or get through COVID. I just did everything I could basically. So I didn't sat, sit in my arms. If I suppose, if that makes sense, everything I could have done, I done. Well, that's the important thing. I think definitely like no matter what you're approaching in life, if you're not going to take the actions to try and improve your situation, you're always going to stay where you're at or sometimes even worse. So I think That's you proactively going yeah. through COVID and just making those decisions, doing business courses, upskilling, it's probably going to improve you tenfold in the next year. Yeah. See, the, one of the biggest things as well as a personal trainer that you kind of have to get across uh, to yourself is that um, you don't know everything and you, you need a coach as much as other people. Like I have a life coach myself who helps me with mindset stuff all the time. Um, I, you know, it's, it's, the, it's, do you know, I think that's another reason as well why I suppose I've, I've been doing well is because I show the real side of myself. I don't put off a persona that I'm not. I have so many flaws and, I, and my clients all know that as well. I work on my own flaws, but I'm pretty good at working out their flaws. So it's kind of a case of I, I don't take on people I can't help. That's one big thing as well. It's my kind of like my golden rule. If I cannot help you, I will not take you on. I target a specific clientele and that's me who I used to be. I don't take on someone who, I don't take on someone who's like, you know, a, a crossfitter, world champion or whatever it may be, because I haven't done it before. I, I can't coach from a place of authenticity. So I don't take on people that I can't help. So the, that was kind of, a, I suppose, one of the driving forces of the business as well is that, you know, learning to say no to people you can't help, you know, shiny object syndrome was a big one for me. Um, but yeah, not sure why I even said that. It makes sense to the conversation, 100%, man. Um, so look, one of the things I think, now I've done online coaching myself, not as an online coach, because then I've hired an online coach before. Yeah. So I understand how the process works, for, but I imagine there's a lot of people out there who kind of say, but PT is in person. It, it, it's important to be in the gym. What are the benefits of online coaching? And I suppose... How does it break down? Like, what's the process like? Now, you don't have to give away all your secrets, but even just yeah. let the listeners know, like, what would someone get from an online PT? 
as opposed to in person? One of the biggest things you get is empowerment to actually change your life yourself. When you get a PT, you get, and I'll, I'll say this myself, you, at times you're a glorified rep counter. Once a client understands their exercises, once a client understands what they should be eating, you're just counting their reps and giving them moral support at that stage. You know, the first few weeks or months is a lot of education, 100%. But once you get past that barrier, you, they already know what they're doing. But the, per, the biggest, biggest selling point or the biggest difference with online coaching is you empower the client to do it themselves. Yes, you're holding their hands, but it's them who's going to the gym. It's them who's empowering themselves to do it themselves. The whole, my mission statement as a coach is you will never need a coach ever again. That's the whole point. It's like your last port of call. You come in, you learn, you leave. That's the whole point of it. I'm not, I'm not a revolving door kind of coach, I suppose. Um, the whole, I, would, I would hate to have a client come back to me after a few months' time or a few weeks' time. No, it has happened, obviously. Certain issues, wherever may come up. But the whole point is, is education. And with PT, it's hard to educate someone in such a short time frame. Yes, if you don't, it, you could do it outside of that. You could be sending them information or sending them videos or whatever it may be. Excuse me. But when you're with them for that 45 minutes or whatever it is, it's usually spent doing the session. It's really hard to learn or do anything when you have a bar on your back and you're struggling to do a squat. You know, you, you, you don't really absorb knowledge too well. Now, you'll absorb knowledge in relation to technique because you're being shown it. But if you're telling someone, oh, calorie deficit, X, Y, and Z, you know, you should be eating these foods, these foods. A lot of it goes in ear, one ear, one, in one ear and out the other because they're under so much stress of the workout, okay? So again, one of the biggest benefits is just the empowerment you have to do it yourself. You get everything, you get all the protocols. In relation to my own service, it's pretty, I, I wouldn't say it's, it's different from the majority of online coaches. So I, when I first did online coaching, I followed the mainstream giving a diet plan and a PDF file, and then giving a training plan and a PDF file, talking through email, and once per week, get a standard check-in to um, an email with a little template. And it was just fundamentally flawed for me because what was happening was you had one week of pure motivation, one week of, you know, it was either gonna be good or bad, again, that was your check-in day, and there was, there was six days of a gap in between, sometimes more if a client did a check-in on a Monday or a Sunday or whatever it may be. So I changed and flipped the formula on its head. I don't do check-ins on demand, or sorry, I don't do check-ins per week. I do them on demand. So when you need them. So I track the client's metrics in the background with an app. I use an app called Trainerize. So I have all these systems set up to track a client in the background, their workouts, their habits, their goals, their nutrition adherence, their training adherence. Um, I have all these things in the background running. So once I prescribe the plan to the client, they obviously, they have to follow it. They have a daily schedule. If things are missed, if there's reoccurring things missed when it comes to um, workouts, habits, goals, whatever it may be, I see it. it. It doesn't go any longer than two days. If I see stuff being missed, I'll get on to the client, okay? But that is just literally the baseline, all right? On top of that, I have a pretty thriving Facebook community. Like-minded people, they're all together. Every single day we have community posts. So I, I, that, I basically group coach them all inside there as well. And then three times per week, they get on monthly Zoom or sorry, weekly Zoom calls with myself three times per week. 
It's literally like what we're doing right now. And I basically coach them through any problems they have. I have a theme for each one. So if I, realize, if I see motivation wearing or if I see an issue with everyone's sleep or whatever the hot topic is, that will be the discussion of the Zoom. So the whole point is, is that you never go two or three days without seeing my face and without getting a virtual kick in the ass. That's the whole point. I also have an entire training lab on a website which has basically answers to every single question. So when clients get in, they have access to a website, my website, and they basically have a client hub for all their videos, all that sort of jazz. They have an onboarding process, which brings them through how I create their plan. So once someone signs up, they get put through an entire sequence of videos explaining what's going on in the background while I'm doing and making their plan. Um, once they get their plan, then they obviously have it on the app and then they have all those other support I was talking about. Then every, uh, so then I suppose with all that support, how I actually coach people to their, I suppose, best self or level up to their best self is through habits. So I have all that support. Again, you have the app, you have the check-ins on demand, you have the three Zoom call sessions a week, as well as the Facebook community. There's a, there's a lot of support. Like if you don't get, the only way you're not going to get to where you want to be is if you smash your phone and don't log on and you don't, you just don't message me. That's basically how it works. Then what I do is once they have their plan, their training and their nutrition, all that sort of jazz, they work away at that in the background and I watch them like a hawk basically. And then I habit coach them. So uh, I have 11 concrete habits that I try to get all clients to master. And the whole point is, if you master all 11 of these habits, you are set for life. This is where the whole, you never need a coach ever again. So I basically do two week challenges for each habit. So you have a, like whatever the kind of glaring issue is with the client at the time, that's what we work on. So if a client comes to me and they've never tracked their food before, and they've never done anything, I would normally set them in um, a two week challenge of tracking their food. But Every single day, I send them a, a, a message on what task they need to do that day. So how to start the habit, how to review them, how to make it easy, how to basically just knock it out of the park. Once that two weeks is up, we basically review it continuously through the whole thing. Again, in the background, no, they're still doing their training. They're still doing their nutrition. They're still being coached. They're still being supported, but they're also just nailing one habit at a time. That's the key factor, one at a time. They nail how to track their food, and then we move on to the next habit. It could be reduced stress. It could be improved sleep. It could be improved protein, whatever it may be. And basically, we go through these one at a time. And at the end of it, if the client has, like, if the client has even committed 60 to 70%, they are changed. They are not the same person. And that is the difference. And I could not do that. That is impossible to do. The systems I've in place, I couldn't be there because I need to be there all the time to support people on the go. And I could not do that in personal training. The systems basically for online can be super complex for you and might sound super complex, but for the client, it is super easy. It is so easy. It is drip fed one day at a time. And all they need to do is show up and do the little tasks. Now, what I just said to you is not what I spiel to clients because it is way too technical. Yeah. What they just need to know is you've got your plan. You've got your things to do per day. Make it easy. Make it, make it stupidly easy. Just do these small things every single day. 
And then me in the background, I'm thinking about all these things. I'm like, oh, this is, I'm just shiny object syndrome. I'm a big tech head. So I wanted to see how I could use my tech background to help people the most. And with all the systems and protocols and stuff I have in place, all a client has to do is show up and go through day by day. And they're just, it's, it's foolproof as long as they don't disappear. And I hit them with things when they need it. So I know after a week, people might be worrying about weight fluctuations. I know after two weeks, motivation can kind of dip. After two weeks, they might want things to be changed. So I have everything. I have a, I have a whole client map set out for the weeks people are with me. So I know to hit them with certain things that would happen to me going through that same process. So it's kind of like information being fed to you exactly when you need it. Does that make sense? So that is kind of the difference with my coaching, I suppose, to anyone else's. I haven't really seen anyone else do this. Um, And it's worked out well. I will say it worked out well. Um, You'd be surprised how much being part of a community of people that are like-minded like you can help. You can be really surprised. And that's kind of my, 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 was my goal is to create a community of like-minded individuals going through the same thing. And like, how powerful is it to have, because one-to-one, one-to-one coaching as personal training online can feel very one-dimensional. It's just you and the client. And they might feel like they're the only person on the planet. And sometimes when it comes to points where they're struggling, they'll feel like they're the only person struggling. But after creating the community, that's completely changed you'll see someone post a fail and they'll be like, oh, this week was hard because of X, Y, and Z. And then four or five people will jump in and be like, wow, I was the same thing happened to me. And it was like, this is how I got out of it. And then I will jump in. You know, it's, it's not just me supporting you, it's them. So it's, it's, it's such a solid, rock solid foundation and system in place that the only way, again, you don't get there is if you lose an internet connection and you can't get online. That's, that's the only downside in my opinion now okay I'll, I'll there's two or three downsides to online coaching and i'll get those out of the way as well for the skeptics out there if you're absolutely <laughs> brand new to the gym and you've never even set foot in a gym it could be ideal to go do a few pt sessions just to get the basics now i've had clients that have had no experience in the gym i have a lot of clients that haven't even set foot in a gym That is one reason why you might go to personal training. Some people do just like the interaction face-to-face. You know, some people are old school. That's just the way it is. Um, But honestly, beyond that, I find it hard to find other reasons why you would do online or PT versus online. Yeah, I think there's definitely strengths to both. And I think it's down to your, I suppose, personal preference. I know for, say, myself, I actually do a combination of both. So I have an online coach at the moment who's coaching me through some of my nutrition. He's coaching me through a few workouts a week at home. And then I also go to a PT twice a week. And that was to kickstart myself, to really just push myself. And I suppose for me, it's down to, I would be someone from a sporting background and I like the competitive aspect. I like all of those, I suppose, you know, you'd go to training, you'd show up on the rugby pitch and you'd have to compete with 15 other guys and you'd be absolutely going balls to the wall to try to do that. (laughs) And I think when when you have a coach there, who's kind of pushing you through a gym session. I know twice a week, I'm going to get two boss gym sessions in. And then the rest of the week, my online coach has me sorted. So I think it is, it is definitely Covers something I recommend. Yeah, all 100%. Like I said, that's why I work with a specific kind of, I suppose, niche or type of client. Yeah. You know, the client who has tried a lot of things in the past, who has been to coaches, who has tried PT. And, you know, there's nothing really has worked for them. So this is probably their last resort, if you get me. Definitely. A lot of the clients who come to me, and it's an unfortunate truth, is that they come to me and that 
they're 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 at they're at the gate like there's nowhere else they feel like they're lost they've nowhere else to go and you know i it's 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 you know it's the exact position that i was in the exact position i was in i was literally had nowhere else to go and i was like look and i just tried everything i possibly could and again the whole point of my coaching is that to not make the same mistakes i did to literally fast track it and just skip all the stuff and garbage and all the stuff that i tried that i know that doesn't work you know but um yeah 100 there's definitely oh it's kind of the same thing as like would you go to a psychiatrist or a doctor in person or would you go to them over zoom you know a lot of people are going to do it in person as well. It's just trying to get the mind shift, a mind shift change for some people. Because once they did, I said, remember I was saying when I went from pivoted from PV or PT to online, there was a big influx of people who didn't realize how actually beneficial it was. They could now train whenever they wanted. They didn't have to be at a certain point or certain time or, you know, organize a time with a coach or anything like that. It was just they did it in their own time. So 100%, it's all based down to the client, really, really is. But you can tell pretty fast if they're a suit for the program or not, you know. As long, again, Mara's saying as well, I don't take on anyone that I can't help. And if I know someone 100% needs to have that attention or needs to be around that social interaction, 100%, 100%. Fantastic, man. Um, now, look, I really do appreciate you coming on today. And I think all the listeners are going to get fantastic benefit from this. But if anyone is thinking, you know what, I think this guy might be the coach for me, where could people find you? Instagram, robsgaintrain.com, robsgaintrain.com and Instagram at robsgaintrain. Literally <laughs> robsgaintrain everywhere. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm the only person with that name, which is handy. It's good. It's good. Fantastic. Primarily, look, I would work with Instagram though. Okay, perfect. Well, look, thanks so much for taking the time today, man. I really appreciate you coming on. Everyone hit Rob up if you're looking for some online coaching. And of course, any questions, he is a great resource on Instagram. His videos are fantastic. And I'm telling you, he'll be worth the follow. So cheers, guys. Thanks for listening.